You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. It was a pleasure to burn. It was a special pleasure to see things eaten, to see things blackened and changed. With the brass nozzle in his fists, with this great python spitting its venomous kerosene upon the world, the blood pounded in his head, and his hands were the hands of some amazing conductor, playing all the symphonies of blazing and burning to bring down the tatters and charcoal ruins of history. There could hardly be more poignant words these days. These are the opening lines of Fahrenheit 451. I'm Kim Horcher, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for August 22nd, and today we celebrate the birthday of Ray Bradbury. Born in Waukegan, Illinois, Bradbury's family had little means during the Great Depression. At the age of 12, a traveling carnival actor, Mr. Electrico, touched Bradbury on the nose with a sword loaded with static electricity and shouted, Live forever! In telling the story years later, Bradbury said he felt that something wonderful had happened and that Mr. Electrico had, quote, given him a future. He said he began writing every day and never stopped. College was not an option for him, so as he described it, he went to the library three days a week for 10 years. Fresh out of high school, Ray met Robert Heinlein, who was already a well-known author by then. When World War II broke out, Bradbury was excused from service because of his poor eyesight. His story called Homecoming was rejected by Weird Tales, and he submitted it to Mademoiselle Magazine, where Truman Capote spotted it in a pile of submissions, and having never heard of Bradbury, Capote got it published. It garnered an O. Henry Award. Bradbury just seemed to slot into the world of writers and science fiction. He was friends with Ray Harryhausen for over 70 years. He was close to Charles Adams of Adams Family fame. He knew everyone in the business, and they knew him. Despite writing The Martian Chronicles and It Came From Outer Space, Bradbury insisted he wrote very little science fiction, the most notable exception being Fahrenheit 451, of course. In an odd twist, that book about censorship was itself censored, with over 75 cuts and changes in the Ballantine edition, which was the only version in print for most of the 70s. When Bradbury found out, he demanded the unexpurgated version be restored, and it has remained in print ever since. When renewing the rights in 2011, Bradbury insisted Fahrenheit 451 be made available as a digital download for all library patrons. To this day, it remains the only Simon & Schuster title offered that way. Bradbury wrote science fiction, but he also wrote horror, mystery, fantasy, and regular fiction. He often employed recurring themes, and these were not restricted to one genre or another. The Green Town was a representation, in many of his works, of his hometown of Waukegan. The Illustrated Man was a motif, obviously based on his childhood experience with Mr. Electrico. This carnival worker with animated tattoos appeared in a collection of stories of the same name, as well as the novel, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Jonathan Price played him in the 1983 movie of the same name, and Rod Steiger played him in 1969's The Illustrated Man. Bradbury's works are no stranger to other media. Bradbury wrote many stage plays and even ran a stage company for years. 
IMDb lists 116 writing credits for him for both TV and film. These range from adaptations of short stories like Rocket Man, which was the basis of the Elton John song, to movie treatments. Bradbury won all of the awards. All of them. He even won a special Pulitzer citation in 2007. He was and remains a writer's writer in any genre he touched. He both learned from and subsequently taught the best. As we began, we'll end with another quote from Fahrenheit 451. It doesn't matter what you do, so long as you change something from the way it was before you touched it into something that's like you after you take your hands away. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for August 22nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.